Thank you for listening to Life Church Podcast. For more information, go to lifechurchofcolumbia.org. Another great big cancer in America right now, of course, is diversity. Just total division. The devil is the author of division, just dividing. You could just, I told my wife, you walk in stores now and almost feel, you know, the, the, the media's pitting us against one another. And if you're not careful, you'll just buy into all of that. But you know, the awesome thing I was thinking about that in the kingdom. In the kingdom, Scott's been kind of sending little nuggets out a little bit that in the kingdom, it's our diversity that makes us stronger. And if we can understand that and embrace it, uh, you know, Paul wrote a, a letter on that in 1 Corinthians about the body. You know, he said, if everything was an eye, where would the hearing be? You know, if everything, you know, was hearing, he said, where would the smelling be? We got to be different. But it's, and, and what's amazing is, it's like a puzzle. Have you ever noticed when you're putting a puzzle together? If you have two pieces that are exactly the same, they will not work together. It's almost like the exact opposite of the piece that fits is the piece that connects. Think about that. Instead of every piece of... So if you're trying to get the picture, which is Jesus, and then we don't understand diversity, we're going to reject one another because we ain't all cut just the same. <laughs> Come on. Why are you shaking your head? I hope I ain't messing you up. <laughs> Go ahead, man. <laughs> but by our differences, you know, picture a, 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 a puzzle. But it connects together, meaning something was missing in me that you had, right? And something was missing in you that I had. But when we connected, we made the picture. And that's what unifies us. I'm not talking about being different for different sakes. I'm talking about a diversity that is unified, but the picture is the same. It all amounts to Jesus. I want to stand right now before Kamal comes and preaches. And we're going to pray over this. Stand with me. I didn't say that clear. <laughs> that we're not going to let the diversity of this world seep in here. Amen. We're going to complement our differences. Even when we have different perspectives. It's amazing that when they're thrown out there like we did last weekend, to me last Monday night, you can start gleaning from one another and then together we get to see the fullness of God. Are we committed to that, Life Church? To not letting social media separate and divide us, that we're going to complement our differences. Amen. And we're going to cultivate our differences so let's let's just pray and praise God how many believes we have a certain amount of that in this church how many believes we're diverse that's what I mean we're diverse isn't it amazing and Josh preached at last that we don't try to make this minister preach like this minister and Kamal we just want you to be Kamal today of course wait 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 let me cover that we want you to be Kamal led by the Holy Ghost today okay and when he's minute, that's what we want. We don't want somebody trying to be somebody they're not. You are an, origi an original Kamal, and nobody can be you. 
and you cheapen the original when you try to be somebody else. So let's just pray together. I, that fella has invested in this word. I see when he's up here. And he spent hours, and I've been doing a lot of work up here. We have, and every time I walk by, I hear him in here in the third heaven praying. Mm -hmm. So he's ready. Now let's prepare our hearts and minds to receive what God has for us, and let's praise him for the unity through diversity. Father, we want to take time right now to thank you. In the midst of chaos in the world we're living in, of all the diversity, we want to stand in your house and declare we are a unified people. Thank you for the diversity we have here. We celebrate it. We compliment it, oh, Father God. And today, uh, as this man of God comes to preach your word, I pray over us. Come on, I need to hear somebody out there saying, prepare my heart. you got to be a good steward. We're going to get the word. Help me to be a good steward of the word. Steward my mind. Help me steward my mind that my mind don't run today. I'm going to receive something, and I'm going to leave here with with it, and then I'm going to cultivate that word in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Somebody shout amen. Now, I want y'all to celebrate this gift to the body of Christ. Come on now. Celebrate the gift. <laughs> amen. Praise God. Y'all, celebrate yourself. You the gift. <laughs> Come on. If nobody want to celebrate themselves, celebrate yourself. Come on. You don't have to. You don't have to preach or uh, uh, teach to be the gift. Come on now. <laughs> you are the gift. Come on now. Praise God. You are the gift. No matter what you do, you're a part of the body. I got. I got parts of my body that I can't see doing nothing. I can't see them. I don't know what they're doing in there, but they're working together. <laughs> Come on now. You don't, you don't have to be seen to be important. Come on. Come on. You got to embrace that. You gotta, when you're embracing diversity, you embrace those that don't, that don't get up here. You ain't got to say nothing. Come on. Praise God. Shaking my head. Pastor tried to preach my message. I know you didn't know it, but that was, that's the Holy Spirit. That's how it works. Praise God. He's awesome. Yeah, I had to test, test, come up here a while ago. I remember when I was, shoot, I used to be on drugs too. Y'all, people don't realize, because I've been, you know, most people just know me from the, from the new me, you know what I'm saying? But I got a history too, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he changed my, you know what I'm saying? Come on, he changed it, man. Praise God, he'll change it. Praise God. I'm going to pray. Lord, we just want to thank you for today. Thank you for, for, for who you are to us. Thank you, Father, that we, that we are your sons and daughters, that we get to have, that we have the opportunity to call you Father. You are such a blessing to us. It is such a privilege to have a Father, someone that leads us, someone that directs us, someone that loves us and cares for us. Thank you. It's so good to have a Father, Lord, and we just praise you. And in this moment, as your son, I, I, I grant you complete access uh, I yield and, and, and grant you access, Lord, that you would have your way, that you would speak, that you would perform your works, precious Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Praise God. Yeah, Pastor got to talking, kind of trying to steal my word, but it's good. Praise God. Keep the unity. That's my word. Keep the unity. Josh texted me this morning and said, you got a title. I ain't know what the, I just came up with something, but it was, 
I got the most key point out of what I kept saying. I said, it's going to be the title then. Amen. All righty. We're going to start. I'm going to start off in Ephesians 4. Uh, I'm going to read there. I'm going to read Ephesians 4, 1 to uh, 6, maybe. I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech that you are worthy of the vocation wherewith you are called. With all lowliness and meekness, with long-suffering, forbearing one another in love. How you know, if you're going to keep the unity, if you're going to embrace diversity, <laughs> if you're going to keep the unity, if you're going to embrace diversity, you got to forbear one another. <laughs> Come on now. You got to be long-suffering because <laughs> we all different, right? Man, endeavoring, that's laboring, to keep the unity of the spirit and the bond of peace. There is one body and one spirit, even as you are called and one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all who is above all and through all and in you all. Man, that's good right there. Shoot. I'm going to go in. I'm going to read uh, what Pastor had mentioned in 1 Corinthians. Wow. Uh, I'm going to read it out the Passion Translations. I'm going to go to 12 and 12, and I'm going to read it out the Passion. Same thing Pastor was up here saying. Um, in the Passion, it says, Just as the human body is one, though it has many parts that together form one body, so too is Christ. For by one spirit we, are, we all were immersed and mingled into one single body. And no matter our status, whether we are Jews or non-Jews, oppressed or free, we are all privileged to drink deeply of the same Holy Spirit. In fact, the human body is not one single part, but rather many parts mingled into one. So if the foot were to say, since I'm not the hand, am I not part of the body? It's forgetting that it is still a vital part of the body. And if the ear were to say, since I'm not an eye, am I not really a part of the body? It's forgetting that it is still an important part of the body. Think of it this way. If the whole body were just an eyeball, how could it hear sounds? And if the whole body were just an ear, how could it smell different fragrances? But God has carefully designed each member and placed it in the body to function as he desires. A diversity is required, for if the body consisted of one single part, there wouldn't be a body at all. So now we see that all that there are many differing parts and functions, but one body. It would be wrong for the eye to say to the hand, I don't need you, and equally wrong if the head to say to the foot, I don't need you. In fact, the weaker are parts, the more vital and essential they are. Y'all need, we need each other. Amen. The body parts we think are less honorable, we treat with greater respect. And the body parts that need to be covered in public, we treat with priority and clothe them. But some of our body parts don't require as much attention. Instead, God has mingled the body parts together, giving greater honor to the lesser members who lacked it. He has done this intentionally so that every member will look after the others with mutual concern. And so that there will be no division in the body. And that whatever happens to one member happens to all. If one suffer, everybody suffer. If one is under, everybody rejoices. Man, shoot, that's good enough to go to the crib. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and Ephesians 1 and Ephesians 4. Let me get back to that. I don't even see how I flipped them pages. Praise God. Y'all doing all right? Praise God. In Ephesians 4, he says, I therefore, prison of the Lord, beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith you are called. You are called to be part of the body. You are called to be sons and daughters of God. You are called to be uh, uh, in the kingdom of God. Come on now. We are called to this. Come on now. So he says, he says, I beseech you, meaning I plead with you. He says, I beg you as a son or a daughter. I'm begging you as you are a son or daughter that you conduct yourself in an appropriate manner. Come on now. You are called to be a son or daughter in the kingdom. Come on now. We are one family, y'all, in this body. So since we are all called, since we are all diverse, since we are all different and we come together to make one body, come on now, I beg you, I'm pleading with you as a son or daughter that you conduct yourself in an appropriate manner. Come on now. Come on now. And the appropriate manner for a son or daughter to conduct themselves in the kingdom, since we are all one, since we come together, since we are so diverse, since we have some that don't want to be seen or don't need to be seen. You know what I'm saying? We have a diverse group. The way that you conduct yourself in this kingdom of oneness is with all lowliness and meekness. It is very important. The appropriate manner for you to have, the appropriate manner is for you to have a mindset to where you don't think so much about yourself. You have, come on now. Come on now. In this body of unity, in this body of oneness, it's very important that you have a humble opinion about yourself. Come on now. Come on now. We're talking about keeping the unity. Ah, and then he says, and meekness. And meekness. So you got to be gentle and mild. That is the appropriate manner for the son or daughter of God. And since he says it first, lowliness and meekness, humility is the foundation in which you should come in on. Come on now. Come on now, humility is the foundation that you build on when you come in here. Come on now, he said it first. Come on. He says in Romans 12 and 3, it says, no man should think more highly than he ought to think. (laughs) All right. Again, here he says long-suffering. What is that? He's wanted, he wants you to conduct yourself in an appropriate manner. He says, with all lowliness and meekness. And then he says, with long-suffering. Long-suffering, meaning as a son or daughter of the kingdom, you have, got, you have got to be patient with your brothers and sisters and slow to avenge wrongs. This is the appropriate manner of conduct. When you come into a, such a diverse body where everybody is different, come on now, he's saying that you have to endeavor. He says, look, endeavor meaning to labor to keep the unity, to keep the oneness, to endeavor. So the, to, the, the endeavoring that we're doing, the laboring that we're doing is I got to stay humble. Come on now. I have to be meek. I have to be long-suffering. I have to be patient with my brothers and sisters. Come on now. I have to be forbearing. Come on now. I have to bear, forbear one another in love. That is the laboring part that we must do. Come on now, because somebody's going to rub you the wrong way. Come on now. Somebody's going to rub you the wrong way. So to endeavor to keep the unity means to labor to keep the unity. Come on now. Then I have to be humble in here. I have to have a humble opinion of myself. I cannot think that I am better than you. 
Come on now. Come on now. I cannot think, no matter if I'm up here preaching, and you don't have to say nothing. I, can, I have to have a humble opinion in myself because you are a part, or, a part of me. So my proper, the proper conduct, the proper conduct for a member of the body is to be humble, to be low, to be meek, to be long-suffering. Come on now, to be patient and forbearing one another. Forbearing means you got to put up with some stuff. <laughs> See, y'all don't want to labor. We want everything to go, we want everything just to be all peachy and fine. Come on, but he says you got to labor to do it. You have to endeavoring to keep the unity. Come on now. Come on now. You have to put up with it. Everybody ain't going to rub you the right way. I'm not going to say the right thing to you all the time. You see what I'm saying? Come on now. Come on now. Endeavoring, we have to work. We have been placed in the body as sons and daughters of God, and we must endeavor to keep the unity. He didn't say create unity. He said you must work and labor to keep the unity. To keep the unity means there is already unity when you placed in the body. When you come into the body, we are already one. When you are born again, we are already one. So I don't have to create unity. All I have to do is keep the unity. Come on now. Oh, man. Come on now. Come on now. That word keep means to protect from loss or injury. So it won't be damaged. So when you come into the body, me and you are already one. We're brothers and sisters in Christ. There's already a unity from the spirit of God because it is he is in all and through all. So it's already a unity of the spirit that exists. So all I have to do is make sure we maintain it and don't let that unity be damaged. I don't have to create a unity with you. You are already my sister. I just got to make sure I stay humble, I stay low, and we protect the unity. You have to keep an eye on it, making sure don't, nothing is allowed to divide us. Come on now. It's already, we already won. All we're called to do is protect it. Keep that unity. Man, praise God. Keep the unity. To keep the unity, again, means I don't have to create it. Sons or daughter, when you become a son or daughter in Christ, unity of the spirit already exists. Come on now. All we have to do is keep it, protect it from being lost or injured. We have to preserve it, what God has already established. God already established unity when he baptized us into one spirit. He already created that. He already established unity. But it's on you have a responsibility. He said, I beg you, I beseech you, brother, that you walk with a certain manner of conduct, endeavoring, laboring to keep the unity. How are you going to keep the unity? You have to be humble because pride separates. When I am prideful, then I, I am an individual. Come on now. Then I say, I, I don't have a need of you. That's prideful. But when I am humble, I am low and I recognize that I have a need for you. Come on now. I can't say you are not necessity. Oh, man. Man, praise God. 1 Corinthians 6 and 7. Let me see what that say. I just got to roll down. And these things, brethren, I have in a figure transferred to myself and to Apollos for your sakes that you might learn in us not to think of the men above that which is written, that no one of you be puffed up (laughs) <laughs> for one against another. For who maketh thee to differ from one another? Who make you to differ from one another? 
and what has thou that thou did not receive? Now, if thou did receive it, why do you glory as if thou hast not received it? <laughs> you acting like you all that. Come on now, come on now. We acting like we all that as if we didn't receive what we have from God. Come on now, come on now. The same, the revelation that I get, the knowledge that I get, the gift you get, whatever you doing, it came from the same source. You see what I'm saying? I'm depending on God for the download stuff to me so I can get to you. So how I'm going to get up and act like I'm all that? Come on now. How you going to act like you all that? Like, how can I get up here and be prideful? How can I get up here and be prideful and boast as if I wasn't just laying down on my knees? Lord, I need you to download. Come on now. Lord, come on now. How I'm going to boast? And when I was, Lord, if you don't tell me what to say, I ain't got nothing to say. I ain't got nothing to give if I don't get it from you. So how can I brag and boast because I'm up here teaching like, like I ain't receive it? <laughs> you feel me? Come on, man. <laughs> man. <laughs> I like to, when I talk, I like to come back to my notes. Don't be acting like you all that as if you have a gift that you didn't come from God. Why are you boasting like you didn't receive it? You get a gift, your knowledge, your revelation come from the same source I get mine. So... So don't act like you accomplished something on your own. <laughs> Come on now. Sometimes we get to the point like we accomplished something. <laughs> I didn't arrive. Oh, I did that. You know what I'm saying? You got to be careful when people pat you on the back. Good job that you don't receive that. <laughs> I ain't accomplished nothing. You ain't accomplished that on your own. Come on, man. I'm talking about keeping the unity. Come on now. Humility. It's the foundation. Be humble because there is one body, one spirit, one father, one faith, one baptism, one God who is in all and through all. So God's spirit is in us and through all, and it is God who unites us and makes us one. And it is our job to make sure the oneness of God is never lost or damaged. What that means is, to keep the unity amongst us is actually protecting the oneness of God. <laughs> it is his spirit that is in all of us that unites us as one. So when I keep the unity, I protect the oneness of God. Come on now. What does this oneness look like? What does it, what does it look like to be, and I'm going to go into the illustrations here. What does it oneness look like? What does it look like to, to, be, to come into this body and, and to be one. You know what I'm saying? He says, I'm born of the spirit. I'm spirit. Now, I've been born again. Now, I'm into the body of Christ. And we're one. One body, one Lord. One God that's in us all and through us all. So what does that look like? So we can understand what we're keeping. You know what I'm saying? So we know the scripture says in John 4, 24, that God is spirit. Amen. I'm just going to tell y'all, he says, it's one God, one spirit that is in all and through all. What does it look like? Hebrews 12 and 9 says, God is the father of spirits. Now, y'all have to understand that we are sons and daughters of God. Amen. Right. Come on now. So here, <clears throat> excuse me. Hebrews 12 and 9 says, he is the father of spirits. John 3 and 6 says, again, those born of spirit is spirit. Amen. So we know after you are born again, born of God, that you are a new creature. You are not the same. Come on now. That's 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. 
old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. All, and all things are of God. Come on. Y'all ain't hear me. Y'all ain't hear me. Look, you're reborn again now. You're born of spirit. You are spirit. You are a new being. You are not the same person that you used to be. Come on now. You are came into the body of Christ. You are a new and you are a new individual. You are totally different. Okay, now this new you, this new person that you are, all the things that, that's new, all of these things are of God. <laughs> Your new character is of God. Your new attitude is of God. Your new heart is of God. Your new perception is of God. The way you love is of God. Come on now. The way, come on now. All these things that, that, that has transformed the new you. All these things come from God. Come on now. Everything he is, is, is now in you. Ah, oh, man. Come on now. All your characteristics, everything comes from him. Amen? Everything about you is of God. Your character, your nature, your identity. So now I have a new identity and everything comes from the father that has given birth to me. So how does this birth look like? What does the new birth born of the spirit look like? I'm trying to, I'm trying to get to it to where y'all can understand it. Ecclesiastes 12 and 7. Okay, you say, he says, we're born of the spirit, so you're spirit. All right, you're a new creature. All the new things that you have, all this new you is now, everything is of God. Amen? So it says, Ecclesiastes 12 and 7, and then it says, dust returns to the earth as it was, and the spirit shall return it to God who gave it. Come on now. So I'm just trying to let you understand your relationship between the son and the father, or daughter and the father, spirit and spirit. He says, the dust returns to the earth as it was, and the spirit returns to the God who gave it. Now, when you research that word gave, it actually means to stretch out. It means to extend. When God gives birth to his children, he simply extends himself. When God gives birth to his children, he simply extends himself into sons and daughters. That's why you are a new creature and all things are of God. You are an extension of God. Come on now. You are an extension of God. Let me, let me put it this way. John 15 and 5, Jesus said, I am the vine and you are the branches. Come on now. A branch is simply an extension of the vine. Come on now. You got a vine. And then he says, I'm the vine and you a branch. That means you are an extension of who I am. Come on now. Come on now. So for example, let's see. You got plugs up here. You take a, a, a socket. I'm trying to teach you how your relationship is as a son. Okay, and I gotta, I'm going to show y'all several examples because it's very important. Come on now. I got an assignment to do. Can I do my assignment? <laughs> Come on now, it might get born, it might get crumped, it, it was whatever it is. But anyway, go look, you got a socket. And that socket contains the power, the energy, you know what I'm saying? That's the source, all right? That's the socket. That's the spirit. Let's look at that as the spirit. Come on now. Or the, or the vine. Come on, it's God, the Father. All right, the socket. Now you take an extension cord and you plug it into that socket. Come on now. So what, are, what is the extension do? The extension cord extends everything that is in the socket. Come on now. Come on now. You are an extension of God. The God in you, you are an extension of God. This allows God to reach out farther. You, are, you, you give the Father access. You allow God himself to reach into humanity. 
Come on now. Come on now. Everything God is flows through the extension cord. Come on now. Everything he is. So I'm connected to the Father. I am born again. He extends himself into me. So what do he do? He stretches himself out. Now he can reach into humanity through me. Come on now. You are an extension of the Father. Everything, everything that is true for the Father is now true for you. Come on, man. Come on, man. I ain't through. I'm finna have to keep breaking that down because it's important. It's important. It's important. Let me look at another example so, so we can get it. Because God said we gotta get it. Alright, say my fist. My fist is, just say it's the spirit of God. It's God. Just just imagine. Don't don't go home and say we're praying to a fist up in life church. <laughs> it's an imagination. My fist is God, right? Or divine, right? God gives birth to children. All he does, his word says, when I give, I extend myself. I stretch out. The first child is born. <laughs> the second child is born. The third child, the fourth child, the fifth child. What are you? This is the God. All he did is would extend himself. Come on now. <laughs> All I did was stretch myself out. Come on now. Come on now. Everything that's flowing in here flows in here. <laughs> Come on now. Everything that flows in here, and what it do, it allowed me to reach out a little bit farther than what I could. Come on now. You are an extension. He just stretches himself out. Y'all getting it? Uh, we're going to come back to that. Man. When you're born again, born of God, God simply extends himself. He stretches himself out. Man. He says in 2 Timothy 1 and 7, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. So what, what he's saying is, God cannot extend. The word is given again. He has not given. He has not extended you a spirit of fear because fear is not in me. <laughs> I cannot extend to you something that is not in me. Come on now. <laughs> Only thing I can do is extend to you who I am. Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> so I, I, I give you what? I extend to you a spirit of what? Power, <laughs> love, come on now. That's, that's who I am. Look, so, but don't get twisted. Don't, see, that's where I went wrong. Yeah, I'm just going to flow with this. Because you said, I'm a, power, I'm a spirit of power. Yeah, that's where I got built up at. I'm a, you know what I'm saying? Come on now. And see, and see that's, what, that's where I started at. Oh, I'm a spirit of power. I'm an extension of God. I knew that. I've been, I've been saying this in my mind. Oh, I'm, I'm spirit of God. I, everything is in him is in me. I'm of power. I'm of might. You see what I'm saying? And I walked around and, and didn't realize I wasn't building it on the right foundation. Wow. Come on now. Come on now. So even though I had truth, listen to me, even yeah. though I had truth and I was building truth in me, I was, I was creating. I had to renew my mind. So I was renewing my mind and I was saying, man, I'm the spirit of power. I'm, you know what I'm saying? Everything that's of God is in me. You know what I'm saying? And I'm an extension of God. And I was walking around so bold and proud, which is true because I'm a son and we are mighty. You see what I'm saying? It is true. But if you don't have that, that proper foundation, Jesus said, Jesus said, look, Jesus said, take off my yoke and learn of me. For what? I am lowly. Come on now. I am lowly and meek. Come on now. So I didn't have the foundation of humility. If you build power and strength and might, if you don't build it on the foundation of humility, come on now, it's going to come crashing down. Come on now. If you are humble and if you build everything on the foundation of humility, come on now. There's, when I stay low, I can't fall. 
If I stay low, I can't fall. See, what my problem was, I kept on coming up. I renew my mind, and, and I'm, oh, yeah, come on, you all that. You all that. You feel me? Uh, you know, because I knew who I was, but I didn't have a foundation. And then it, it, it didn't click. I said, well, what's going on? Come on, every time you come up so high, you always ponder down. And, I, and Josh, Josh, Josh said, Josh came and he taught the message on, uh, on, on the clay, on the clay. And then he said, he says he presses it and he builds it up and then he pushes it back down. But what he's trying to do, he's trying to get the foundation right. And I said, I said, man, so that message spoke to me. I said, man, what's going on, Lord? He said, come on, you don't have the proper foundation. Come on now. And then he told me, he said, come on, I, you don't, I never knew God to be humble and meek and low. I just knew him to be mighty and powerful. So I adapted that without adapting humility. Come on now. You'll fall every time. You'll fall every time. And it's not, it's not that I thought I was better than anyone else. Come on now. Because I, I knew you was an extension of God too. So I can accept the oneness amongst us. You feel me? But I was, I was puffed up and didn't realize it in my own self. Come on now. I had pride with my own self. Not that I was better than anybody else. I just wouldn't humble. I don't know if that's going to help somebody. Your foundation has to be humility. Jesus say, Jesus say, take up my yoke and learn of me. What, let me, what scripture is there? I pray that's next because I'm flowing and it better be there. <laughs> it is there. Turn the page. There you go. Matthew eleven twenty nine. Take up my yoke and learn of me for I am meek and lowly in heart. He ain't say I'm powerful. He ain't say I'm mighty. Come on now. All the things that you, could, you need to learn. He says I'm meek and lowly at heart. That's the foundation. Man. Just like the foundation in Ephesians 4. For sons and daughters to walk appropriate, they must walk with what? All lowliness and meekness. In other words, for you to walk appropriate, you are an extension of God. You must walk as he walked. You're an extension of God. I got a scripture for that. 1 John 2 and 6. He that saith he abideth in me. Look, abideth means to remain as one. <laughs> he that says he abideth in me ought himself also walk as I walk. Come on now. Come on now. So you have to display, you have to display who and what God is. You are an extension of that when you become a son and daughter. Come on now. So when I am not displaying who my father is and I am one, then that's when the convictions and stuff come in to correct me, to get my identity lined up. Come on now. So you have to understand you are born again. You are spirit. Come on now, I'm a new creature. I have to renew my mind. What do I, how do I renew my mind? I have to learn of God. When I learn of God, he says, learn of me. When you learn of him, if I learn of him, then I learn of me. Come on now, because I am an extension of who he is. I hope this is making sense to somebody, man. Come on now. I am an extension of who he is. So that's why I'm, I'm righteous. He says, be you holy because I am holy. Be you perfect because I am perfect. You see what I'm saying? Come on now. Praise God. Man, humility must be our foundation. That's why it's listed first. Come on now. We are to humble. We are to be humble because God is humble. We are to be long-suffering and forbearing because God is long-suffering and forbearing. And we are his extension. He is the source and ability of all, and apart from him, we can do nothing. <laughs> That's what Jesus said when he, was, when he was talking about the vine, Right? He said, I'm the vine, you the branches. He said, if you stay connected, you stay one with me, you can produce much fruit. Right? <laughs> but if you, if you, and pride will separate you. <laughs> yeah, 
But if apart from me, you can't do nothing. So you got to humble yourself. <laughs> Come on, man. You got to humble yourself because apart from God, you can't do nothing. But with him, through Christ, in Christ, I can do all things. It's almost, it's almost kind of hard not to, get, not to get prideful because you're so mighty. You see what I'm saying? Because it's so, it's so good. It's so, it's, you see, if you don't be careful, pride will slip in easily. You feel me? Because a son of the Lord of God is really a great thing. It's really a mighty thing. You see what I'm saying? But you have to maintain that I am humble and I am meek and I am one with everyone else. I am no greater than no one else. Because just as they are, I am, we all come from the same source. <sighs> come on now. Oh, man. Matthew, uh, no, don't start, don't go that far. Before Jesus ascended, I, don't, I ain't write that scripture down. You know, they talk about Jesus, he ascended. What'd he do? What'd he say? He ascended, but what'd he do first? <laughs> don't nobody want to descend. Come on now. Jesus ascended, but first he descended into the lowest parts of the earth. So he could what? Feel all and in all. So what did he do when he went down? He established his foundation. Come on now. Come on now. He's the God of the mountain and he's the God of the valleys. Come on now. When you when you humble, when you humble, there's nobody you can't reach down. Ain't nobody too low for you to get down again. Come on now. Come on now. But if all you do is ascend, if all you do is go up. Come on now, you look over all the people that's low. No, God, God says, I'm omnipresent, I'm infinite in all directions. I go low, I'm a God of the, he says, I'm in all, I'm through all, I'm above all, but y'all don't forget I'm below all too. Come on now, he encompasses all, he is the omnipresent one. Y'all might not, I'm just talking, I'm just talking, I'm just talking, <laughs> I'm just talking, saying stuff that ain't even on my page. Man, for the reason we are up and down one day, for the next, we are up and down one day, high on the next, back down again because of the fall, because we don't know how to stay low. I said that. Y'all got to learn how to stay low. You can be, you can be full of yourself and don't even know it. <laughs> be full of yourself. Think you better than somebody else and don't even realize. You won't, you won't admit it. You know what I'm saying? You won't admit it. I know, I know it got to be going on because this is the message that he gave me, so... <laughs> You can be full of yourself, think you're better than somebody else and don't even realize, but it is God that is in all and through all, making us one spirit and one body. And we have to protect the oneness by being humble. To protect the oneness or the unity, you must embrace diversity. You must embrace, you must embrace diversity. To, to, protect, to protect, you have to embrace diversity. You have to embrace diversity. Come on now, back to my, back to my thing, my hands. Remember, God extended himself into, into each, one of, each one of us. Each one of our fingers, which is, represents one of you all, each one of them is diverse. Each one of them play a totally different part. You see what I'm saying? Come on now. Don't think you all that because you can throw a thumbs up and catch a ride. Come on now. You a thumb, you can hitchhike. Come on, you don't think you all that. Or you can point. Come on. You can point somebody, I can point somebody in the right direction. Don't think you're all that. I ain't going to even talk about the middle finger because somebody, come on, we're going to leave that one alone. Because some of the people got rough attitudes like that too. Oh, I can tell, I can tell them all. You know what I'm saying? Come on now. Or oh, your ring finger. Oh, I wear all the diamonds. <laughs> come on now. <laughs> it's comical, but it's real. And then you got the pinky finger. I don't even know what the pinky finger do. But look, you feel me? But look, it's, listen. 
It's the smallest of the fingers. Listen, it is the shortest of the fingers. That means it's the less noticed, right? But listen, I seen on a game show the other night a truth of, it was truth or false or something, and they said, did you know, was it, is it true that the pinky finger carries 50% of the hand strength? I said, what, are you serious? So I went and Googled it. I went and Googled it. The pinky provides 50% of the hand strength. Come on now. So if this is cut off or not embraced or looked over and decides to walk off or break off or cut off, you lose 50% of the strength. Come on now. You lose 50% of your hand strength. Come on now. Come on now. Look, look. So this dude might can preach. He might can teach. He might can be a pastor or prophet. But this person right here, the one that's less noticed, he might just be here to provide strength. Come on now. Come on now. You might be a pinky finger. You might be a pinky finger, and you might not never teach a word. You might not never do anything in the ministry, but you're here simply to provide strength. Come on now. And if you leave, or if we don't embrace your diversity, or if we look over you, 50% of the body strength. Come on now. Somebody like, what's my calling? I don't preach, I don't teach. You here, you're providing strength. You are an extension of God. God is power. Your presence is strength alone. Your presence is power alone. Don't feel like you got to get up and do something. Come on now. You're providing strength. And we can't overlook that. Because you are vital in necessity. Come on now. <laughs> Praise God. So the people that are not noticed or honored for gifts should be lifted up because they are providing strength. They are vital necessity. Well, I wasn't supposed to get through this quick. (laughs) Oh, Lord, if we don't embrace them and protect the oneness, the body is going to be weaker if they leave. You got to acknowledge that they are a necessity, too. They are a gift, too. We need you. Every one of you. Every, every single one of you. Don't, don't give me no honor because I, I teach. I get my source. I get my stuff straight from the source. You see what I'm saying? My revelation that I, that I get, that I submit, sometimes I think I got it all. I ain't going to lie. Can I be honest? <laughs> Sometimes I submit a revelation, be like, yeah, y'all submitted to the elders. This on point, you know what I'm saying? Look at, look at this deep knowledge I done came up with. Man, I done went, if, if God don't download it, I don't get it. Your revelation came from the saints. Don't let revelation and knowledge puff you up like you ain't get it from somewhere. Come on, man. <laughs> Everybody is of necessity in this body. Everybody is of necessity. If you quiet, don't say nothing, don't want to say nothing, it's so good. We need you here. We appreciate you. We value you, honor you. You are part of the body. God placed you in here by necessity. By necessity. Man. Oh, man. Oh, I'm not going to sing. <laughs> oh. I don't want to close. Look, Philippians 2 and 3, it says in closing, I'm going to read this and I'm going to see what else God got. What time is it? Man, it's early. 
So I'm asking you, my friends, that you be joined together in perfect unity with one heart, one passion, and united in one love. This is out the passion, I'm sorry. Philippians 2 out of the passion translation. Walk together with one harmonious purpose and you are all, and you will fill my heart with abundant joy. Come on now. Be free from pride-filled opinions for they will only harm your cherished unity. Don't allow self-promotion to hide in your hearts, but in authentic humility, put others first and view others as more important than yourselves. Abandon every display of selfishness. Possess a greater concern for what matters to others instead of your own interests. And consider the example that Jesus, the anointed one, has set before us. Let his mindset become your motivation. He existed in the form of God. He was an extension. He was, ah, man, y'all don't know how powerful you are. (laughs) Oh, yet he gave no thought to seizing equality with God as his supreme prize. Instead, he emptied himself. Sometimes you got to empty yourself of his outward glory by reducing himself to the form of a lowly servant. You got to reduce yourself. Come on now. He became human. He humbled himself and became vulnerable, choosing to be revealed as a man and was obedient. He was a perfect example, even in his death, a criminal's death by a crucifixion. Come on now. He said, he said, you got to look to Jesus. That's the example. Come on now. My, my, whole, my whole thing was keeping the unity, protecting the unity, because God has established unity. When you are born into the, into the kingdom, you're born a spirit. You're a new creature. You're an extension of God. We are all one. We are all one single unit. We are one unified existence. You see what I'm saying? And so let's say that's like if, if, I'm, if I'm a unit or a motor or something, and everything has to work together in order for this thing to get where it's got to go. You see what I'm saying? If one part breaks off, we need to attend to that. You see what I'm saying? Because we all work as a unit. You cannot operate as an individual because we are one single unit. You see what I'm saying? You are an extension. I am an extension. We're all great. Can y'all give your hands up? Give your hands up for clap. Come on now, clap. You're great. Can I say you're great? You're great. You're mighty. You're powerful. Come on now. You're holy. Come on now. You are the glory of the Father. Come on now. You are an extension of God. You hear me? You are an extension of the Most High God. Come on. That's powerful, man. Come on now. But we are humble, too. We are so humble. Because, look, when you're so great and you're so powerful, I can just be humble. I ain't got to prove nothing to nobody. Ain't what I got to prove to somebody. Why God got to get puffed up? And look, look, let me tell you, pride and puffing up is out of ignorance. But you know what that is? That means you're still carnal-minded. That means you don't understand yourself as, as the spirit. You don't understand oneness. You don't understand yourself as a spiritual being, as the spirit of God, when you're priding arrogant. Because one, me, if me and you share the same spirit, it's one spirit that's in all and through all. So if me and you are one spirit, how can I be pride and be different because one cannot compare. One cannot be better than one. One cannot compete. Come on, man. I'm competing with you. I'm better than you. No, we all one. So we celebrate when one does good. I celebrate with him. But why? Because he's an extension of God. If he's an extension of God, he's also an extension of me. We are one body. We are an extension of one over the other. We work together. We work together to help each other out. We are an extension of God, but we are an extension of each other. 
You see what I'm saying? We work together. So if, if one hurt, we all hurt. <laughs> if one is honored, we all get, we all get crumb. You see what I'm saying? Come on now. Understand yourself. First, main thing is understanding who you are. You have to know yourself as spirit. If you don't understand who you are as spirit and you're carnally minded, you'll always be divided. It is the spirit of God that unites us. It's the spirit that makes us one. So if, if yeah, he's white, yeah, I'm black. So what is that? That's ignorance because I'm identifying with the outer appearance of body. If, if I look at you and I'm racist, if I'm racist because I say, well, she's white, I'm black, that shows my ignorance because I am not identifying with the unseen, invisible spirit. I'm identifying, I'm identifying with an outer appearance. I'm identifying with the tent that I live in. Come on now. So that's ignorance. It's in it. I'm, I am the, the spirit. You are the spirit that lives in the body. You are born of spirit. You are spirit. The spirit is the breathing being in man. Come on now. That's the definition. You look it up. Come on now. It is the breathing being in man. <laughs> Come on now. I'm just going to ramble on. When I walk, listen. It's okay. I'm okay. When I, when I walk, when I move, I am the spiritual being that is moving this body. So I can't get distracted by the outer appearance and not recognize who I am inside. Come on now. I live eternal. I have eternal life. I am eternal spirit. He says when, when the body, when this body go back to dust, this body is dust. I ain't dust. I don't know about, I'm talking. I got feelings and emotions. I'm talking, you feel me? He says the spirit goes back to the father which extended him out. We are eternal beings. One thing about it, I'm just going to talk. One thing about it, when you are an eternal being, you can be patient with one another. I have eternal life, so why am I short-tempered with you in this temporary moment? Does that make sense? Does that, come on now. Come on, I am eternal being, so I can be a little patient. I'm going to be here for a while. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I can endure this temporary circumstance in my life because I'm going to be here for a while. <laughs> When you, when you go against in life, in this life that we live, you might get 70, 80, 90 years. It's still a brief moment of your existence. You are an eternal being. You, you in this body, it's like this. So while you are in this body experiencing temporary things, relax and rest. I, I live forever. I am an eternal spiritual being. All these are temporary Come on, man. These are temporary occurrences, temporary situations, so I should not panic and get all anxious. I can rest. You know what I'm saying? I have an eternal relationship with the Father, right? So I might not be where I want to be in my walk, but I can be patient with myself. You see what I'm saying? Me and my Father's relationship is eternal. It's everlasting. I'm forever. He's never going to leave me. He's never going to forsake me. Sometimes we get down on ourselves and say, oh, I'm not where I want to be. Start feeling bad about where you at, and you want to go from A to Z real quick. No, relax and rest. Rest in your relationship with the Father. It's eternal. You don't have to be in a hurry. You don't have to be in a hurry. Y'all are one forever. He's not going to leave. You're not going nowhere. When you leave here, you're going right back to him. It's an eternal relationship. So what if you get it wrong and miss it sometimes? And he ain't going nowhere. He loves us forever. He's not going to withdraw his love. Come on now. Be patient with yourself as you walk. This has nothing to do with keeping the unity. I'm just rambling on. My mess is over with. Can I ramble? <laughs> Y'all looking like we got burgers in the back. I don't know. I might disappear tomorrow. I got to share. You're an eternal being. Realize, you got to, listen, when you become a new creature, a spirit, 
All things become new. That means all things are unfamiliar to you now. You have a whole new identity. If you don't study this identity, if you don't understand this identity, you will be, come on, you will be a lost Christian. You will be a, you will be a lost, saved person. Come on, now, you're a whole new creature walking like the old man because you never took the time to invest and understand your new self. Come on, now, you are a new creature. I need to understand who I am now. You have to, you have to invest and learn who you are. Come on, now. You're a whole new creature, but you're acting like the old man. You can't put the old man off because you haven't renewed your mind in the new man yet. Come on now, once I renew my mind and understand the new man, it's easy to lay down who I'm no longer. Man. Come on now. So invest, you're a new creature. We're one. Understand yourself. Go learn of yourself. Learn of how good you are. Learn of God, how, how good he is, how loving he is, how holy he is. And then understand that's your nature. And then when you, start, when, you start, when you start to act and operate outside of their character, understand that this ain't me. Come on now. He says, you, if you're going to be one with me, you got to walk how I walk. Come on now. So when you're off track, you're going to get convicted. He's going to say, hey, boom, that's off track. That ain't me. That ain't you. Okay, so let me go learn what you are. Let me go learn. Is that cool? Man, I'm just trying to see what else going to come. We all right? <laughs> Oh, man. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we just want to praise you. Anybody get something out of this message? Oh. Lord, we just want to thank you. We just want to praise you, Lord. We give you all the honor, all the glory for coming, Lord, for teaching us. Lord, to keep the unity, to understand ourselves as one spirit with you, precious Lord, that we keep the unity. It is very important that we remain one, that we protect one another, that we love one another, precious Father. Lord, we just thank you, Lord. I pray that, that, that you would, uh, uh, that, every, that this word would not come back void, that people would practice it, that people would put it into work, that they would dissect it and learn, learn from it, oh Lord, and put it into practice, Lord, that they will go and learn of themselves, learn of you and learn of themselves, Lord, and that you will open up their eyes, open up their spirit so they can understand it and embrace it, precious Father, in Jesus' name. Thank you. Amen. Praise God. Thank you for listening to Life Church Podcast. For more information, go to lifechurchofcolumbia.org.